apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 3389238, Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML3389238, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC3389238, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L, call for additional details. Let me say that over. So right now I want to give old Joe just a little break. Let's talk about Nancy and the money she's about to make. Is it a coincidence that the new chip law is about to pass? Is it a coincidence that Nancy is about to rake in the cash? Now away from Nancy to the border with no bounds. How immigration's not an issue until it came to their towns. Now it's a drain and a burden they shouldn't have to bear. But it wasn't, but when it wasn't in their cities, they didn't care. It wasn't long ago that both mayors from New York and DC claimed their cities for claimed their cities for all those, a sanctuary. Now it's an issue to those that live there. But again, when it wasn't in their city, they didn't care. Now I've said it before, and I'm gonna say it now. China is going to attack attack Taiwan, and we are going to give them the how. Nancy should go. I'm on her side, I admit. But it's a lose-lose now, and we're all going to feel it. China just bought thousands of acres of land right next to air bases. This cannot stand. China is beating us in every way. And what does this administration have to say? Let's release more oil. This should be good. We know what happened the last time. Now, do you really think we should? This is distraction, nothing more than a crumb. Billions more going to Ukraine? Do you really think we're dumb? This won't help inflation, you stupid twit. 
See, when it comes to real people, they don't give a poop. Welcome to the body we stand. I am Jim Battisti, and the man that I call Harry over there is Joe Aguirre. Joe, how freaking arrogant. How freaking arrogant of Pelosi. She's announcing it on TV. She doesn't even care what how the image looks. If it doesn't even, if if nothing else, the image is awful. That now all of a sudden she has millions of dollars worth of stock in the same chip company that's going to win the government grant. That's going to, the, the stock prices are about to, I don't know, go up a thousand percent. But it, the optics are bad. I'm not, because I'm not hundred percent sure that it's insider training. So I'm not going to accuse her of it, but the optics are bad and she doesn't even care. That's straight arrogance. That is just, I don't care. I don't care what you people do. I'm going to do what I do. And I don't care what you think. <laughs> I don't understand how we can allow this to continue. I know for a fact that there have been Congress members that have put up the bill to not allow uh uh, uh, senators, congressmen, women, uh, and their families, the opportunity to buy stocks because they have so much influence over these companies that are they could buy from. But yet that's not getting passed by either side, right? Not just the Democrats. I'm not just putting the Democrats on blast. By either friggin' side. This can no longer stand. This is ridiculous. These guys are just using their influence to make money, and it's blatant now. I don't know how anybody can deny this with this latest, uh, the chip bill and the money the Pelosi's are about to make. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Yeah, uh, you know, I remember uh, the special election in Atlanta last January where uh, the Republican candidate, uh, Ms. Loeffler, uh, stood accused of insider trading yeah. and was being investigated by the SEC. Didn't hurt her stock with Republicans at all. Nobody cared. Uh, Donald Trump not putting his business in a blind trust as every previous. Nobody cared about that either. Uh, and now this is just something to go after. I mean, listen, Nancy Pelosi's husband is an investor. <laughs> That's what the guy does. Uh, I don't know. He's been I, writing I, listen, an awful lot. We yeah, well, he's a good investor. He's very good at what he does. And he just I, happens know. to pick the same bills that are being passed in the house. I mean, it's not coincidence, Joe. I mean, once very coincidental. Two, all right, now we're borderline coincidental. This is like the seventh time in her throughout her history. I mean, it's been a long, she's been in freaking politics for you know since it's it's ever. it's been alleged before. I don't know that it's ever but it's been just, proven. You know, if it walks like the a optics duck, are terrible, uh, no doubt about it. The terrible optics. So, I, I mean, when is like I'm they have there's there's a majority, right? There's a clear majority right now in all three branches of government. Essentially saying that party can do whatever they want. This was the big fear in, in two years ago. Right? Everybody was freaking out that the country is going to go to hell in a handbasket because the Democrats now can do whatever they want. Remember after Georgia, the special election in Georgia, everybody, all Republicans were freaked out. Sure, but they've done nothing. It, that's my point. Not that they've done anything bad or anything good. They've done nothing. Yeah. And this is 
the only thing they've gotten passed in the past like year is money going to Ukraine. That's it. That's what they've gotten passed, which, you know, people can uh, uh, stand for and they, they can support that. Or and there's a lot of people that don't anymore because all it's going to do is add to the inflation. Right. So people here are hurting, but we're going to send money and resources outside the country that we desperately need here. What is going on? What is seriously, what is going on, Joe? I don't understand how an administration, an entire administration, three branches of government can look at the people of the United States and be like, eh, screw you. Maybe that's why his friggin' approval rating is at what? 36%, the lowest of any president ever. So I don't listen. I don't. I don't know. I've heard this Nancy Pelosi insider trading stuff. I've seen lots of. I know uh, a Republican uh, congressman recently got indicted. That's what these people do. I mean, it's insider trading. I suppose there's a way to do it right where you don't get busted, and there's a way to do it where you do get busted. I don't know. Okay, great. I don't point. know. But you, listen, you're listen, Jimmy. Dinner of the day. It's not their job to be making profits. And and if anybody is doing that, be it the Trumps or the Pelosi's or whoever, you know, you know where I'm going to stand. I'll need to see some evidence on this. We both I see. Yep. I see it. I well, I see. It, I mean, the article I'm seeing about this, this angle, I only right now see in the post, um, the New York Post. And they're good for this kind of stuff. I know our guy David's probably going <laughs> berserk right now at home. About all of what's going on. I I also suspect, you know, I'm going to actually talk about this coming up in a little bit. But this false narrative about Nancy Pelosi not ordering the National Guard on January 6th has now more than been dispelled. And so now we need something to make up for that. This is perfect. It's a red herring, but it, it adds up. I mean, again, they're making millions of dollars in investments. I see they're invested in NVIDIA. I, I get all that. Bad optics. Whether he called that three months ago or yesterday. You know what I mean? As they were, as they were put, whatever. It doesn't look good, Jimmy. I, I don't like it. But again, if if I, here's the thing, and 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 I think I hope we can agree on this. They investigate Democrats like they do Republicans. Right. Like if you're doing something wrong, you're going to I mean, no one got more investigated than Hillary Clinton for crying out loud. So if you do something wrong, Bob Melendez, Democrat uh, from New Jersey, uh, was indicted. And it's uh, I think just somehow withstood all that. But I mean, these guys are slick. None of these guys are going to go to jail. That's that's we can just say that. right now. We can agree on that. Donald Trump has explained on television that he can how shoot he commits how he commits tax fraud i mean he literally explained it he's like oh i buy badminton for 10 million dollars i tell the bank it's worth 50 and i tell the town it's worth five and i end up paying taxes on five million he literally explained tax fraud on tv and people were like oh he's so smart these people are aren't smart they're crooks most people that are making money hand over fist are not doing it ethically and probably aren't or, or at best are skirting it legally. I will uh, concede to that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. Right. But again, remember 20 years ago, 
when this was just all baked into the cake, they should have just left it there. They should have just left it behind the scenes because nobody would be calling them out and they could be making gajillions of dollars even more now. But now, because they brought, they've brought politics to the forefront of everything. Politics is in everything right now, Joe. It mm -hmm. is, I mean, it's disgusting. I can't turn on a light without having some freaking cause calling me up and telling me I suck, right? But uh, this is what you get. Now you're now you're you wanted to be the, the the superstars and you wanted people to follow you instead of anything else. Well, now you got it. And there's consequences to that. Now you're a, even more of a public figure. Right now you can be considered an influencer, I would say. Yep. Well, there's consequences to that. And this is one of them. Right. I don't understand why these guys are above the law. Why are nobody else? Why are these people not getting thrown in jail when every other freaking citizen in the country would be? I would be. If they was uh, even, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about it. If I, if I was suspected for seven times total of insider trading, you, you can probably bet one of those times they're going to just send me to jail. <laughs> right? I mean, seven yeah, times. Of course. If By it walks way, like that. I saw a video today. I know you're going to give Joe Biden the night off. But I saw a video today on a buddy of mine who's very right wing. Have you seen the video where he talks for like a minute straight and his eyes don't blink? Yeah. Um, like there is. Yeah. Now, I suspect the video is edited. So there I does, don't. There, does, there seems to be a bit of a jump cut. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know. That was weird. It looks weird. And then I also saw a meme. This got me too, Jimmy. And it and it perked my eyes up a little bit. There was like four different versions of his face. There's four distinctly different looking people. Or really? so it seems that are that are going around portraying Joe Biden. And one and four don't even look that much alike. You know, it's like one looks like two, two looks like three, three looks like four. You look at one and but four, and four, you're like, that's like... a different guy. Like, you, without the, the transition of two and three, it's like, that's not Joe Biden. So, I don't know. That's conspiracy a big-time conspiracy theory. Unite. I took it as this, Joe. He's been, if he's had COVID, he's been doped for a law for four or five days now. They're giving him, like, three different kinds of medications. He could just be doped up right now. He's and that's like what I, Yeah, that's what Let I... Let me tell you something, America. I think like Biden's got a plan. He's oh, got all oh, this yeah. hydroxychloroquine <laughs> and all that, all that crap running through his veins right now. And he just got a jolt. He's like, woohoo, baby, I'm Joe Biden. I'm back. You know, that's what I took it as. But hey, I didn't even want to go right ahead. I, didn't, I saw this dude's post and I was like, I'm not even going to look at that. And then I thought, oh, let me look at it. I got to see this for myself. I, I do I do feel like there's a, a bit of a jump cut in there, which to me is the only like logical non-conspiracy excuse for that video. Because, well, first of all, it's just his eyes. Jimmy, his eyes were open. More I mean, like the past something, dude, my eyes don't even open that wide. Like, like <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, dude, it looks like they like. You don't see them, but they put like uh, Tape, uh toothpicks or something yeah. like way up, dude. It's like, oh, that does that did not look right to me at all. That did not look natural. 
at all. That, I, that I will go back to that video. I don't think I was paying – when he talks, I don't pay attention that closely. But, hey, I want to uh, uh, switch topics real quick here mm-hmm. because I love this topic because you and I, we touched on it a little bit. You just dispelled it as false automatically. So now you can't dispel it as false, that the immigration is a problem, right? You, because now it's coming to New York. The, you know, Mayor Adams saying it's a problem. Mayor Bowser saying it's a problem. So we can all admit now that there's an immigration Bump. There's a huge rise in immigration right now. Oh, sure. I'll tell you that just based on the statistics that there's definitely been a big bump. Now, I want to say this cautiously. Okay. Sounds like racism's about to come out. No, I'm just kidding. The exact opposite. <laughs> the exact. You're right. You're exact right. You're exactly right. Never once during Governor Abbott's talking points about all this immigration being a problem did he mention race i just want everybody not once he's mentioned a burden on the healthcare system a burden on the schools a burning on the shopping malls a burden just a burning on the communities that's what he expressed plus the crime plus the illegal portion you know but that's what he focused on never once did he say get them dirty mexicans out of here right he never said that well i think he's past making those speeches now well i hope so i mean (laughs) but but at the same time, you had Mayor Bowser, Mayor Adams, admitting that there is a problem because they're like, no, 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 quote, unquote, diversity is our strength. We are a sanctuary city. We welcome all those. Well, they came. They're there. And now Bowser and Adams are going, hold on. We need help. We need help from the federal government. Because it's a burden on our schools. It's a burden on our healthcare system. It's a burden on our public transportation system. Everything Governor Abbott's been saying for the past freaking year. But now it's a problem? Now it's a problem. Why is it a problem now? I'm just curious. When it hasn't been a problem in these small little border towns, that don't have the healthcare system that New York City does, that don't have the freaking public transportation system that New York City does, the infrastructure that DC does, the healthcare systems that DC does. These are small towns along the borders that are getting ravaged, right? And now, am I going to be that guy that says millions and millions? I don't know, right? That's not the true number. So the number's higher than it's been in a long time. I don't give those numbers because I, I honestly don't know if they're true anymore, just to be honest. But I know it's been extremely high. It's been more than, I think it was said, uh, 40 years, the highest in 40 years. But it wasn't a problem when it was in a red state. Does that, I, I just, I'm bringing this up because I really want to show a pattern here, okay? That yep. they don't freaking care about anybody they don't care they don't care that these 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 immigrants and they're not all hispanics but they don't care that these immigrants are coming here with nothing and then they get nothing and then they are stuck in texas who number one who the hell wants to be stuck in texas i don't know anybody the only person who would want to be stuck in texas is somebody who previously lived south of texas it's 120 degrees yeah. right now in Texas, man. I'm like, no, no, no. Where's the coast? No. That's where I'm going, right? But anyways, neither here nor there. But it wasn't a freaking problem 
And this is what makes me mad. It wasn't a problem when it was down, down south with all the dumb red people until it came to their towns. And now it's a burden. They call now they're calling this the immigrants. First, they call them uh, 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 their strength, right? Because diversity is our strength and immigrants are diversity and that's our strength. Now they're a burden. That's uh, pretty, pretty telling, don't you think? 2,800 people have been bussed into New York in the last six weeks. Cool. And that's a 2,800. Guess where they're coming from? Where? Texas and Arizona, which is why they've requested that the White House get involved. They're bussing these asylum seekers to New York and to D.C. 5,100 people have been sent to D.C. from Texas. This is according to uh, uh, Governor Abbott. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, since April, yep, five thousand people suddenly, uh, taking whatever resources there are. Yeah, that's uh, I could see where that's a drain. I don't, I don't think they're saying they're a drain as in the people. I'm, I think they're saying that the number. So when they were going to these small towns in Texas, and the governor Abbott was saying it's a drain. He was a racist. He was. A, 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 a xenophobe, or you know, he didn't like immigrants. Get them out, kill the Mexicans. And he said the same exact thing. I, we, that's what we explained first, right? We explained that prior. That's why I explained that prior. Never once did he go on the news and was like, "Get rid of the Mexicans." It was all about the burden. It was all about the burden on the healthcare, the, sub, the subway system. Let me ask. It you was all about would, the burden would, of the would, drugs. Would you die on the sword that Greg Abbott's not racist? Absolutely not. Yeah. I, okay. I wouldn't. Die, no, right? as long as it's fine. Yeah. Listen, you know he's what? smart when enough. He he's smart enough scene. not to say the things that he shouldn't say. And I totally get that. That's fine. By the way, Arizona Governor Ducey denies straight up uh, that they're sending people to New York. So somebody's somebody doesn't have their facts straight on this. Do you remember about two months ago? I think it was maybe two months ago. I brought up the flights from. The, the flights in the middle of the night to Westchester, New yep. York. Yep. And that was the Biden administration doing that in the middle of the night. They were even questioned about it on the news. And, yeah. and, and Jen Psaki's response was, well, I don't consider four in the morning in the middle of the night, Peter. So they admitted that they were doing it. But now he's blaming Greg Abbott who, or Arizona and them who never sent people to New York. They sent them to D.C. Greg Abbott openly admits sending them to D.C. Right. But not New York. That was Joe Biden. But now he's blaming Abbott too. Like so, Adams doesn't even know what he's talking about. Not at all. He just wants to blame Republicans and people from red states to make them look bad, which is part of the game. I get it. Yeah. At least know your fucking. At least know your. I'm sorry. At least know your. At least know what you're talking about. You know, he just looks like an idiot. Well, again, there's like four people complaining and they have four different stories. Two Democrats, two Republicans. Uh, You know what I mean? It's like everyone's got a different version of this. I I assume eventually we'll have all the facts. But yeah, Arizona and Texas have been complaining about the same thing from the beginning. Oh, absolutely. Listen, nobody has a bigger problem with immigration than Texas and Arizona. And I've said this to you before, as a person who lives in Connecticut, my opinion on immigration is worthless and moot. I don't, 
I don't I don't know a single illegal immigrant. I don't know one. I don't even suspect anyone I know is one. You know, it it I I don't, you know, I go to Home Depot, I don't see like a bunch of Mexicans hanging out front as as is rumored to be. So uh. I, I, maybe, maybe it may be the one by you. I don't know. I, my not uncle, here. No, not in Connecticut. Dude, you my, uh, my uncle lives in my uncle lives in Jersey. Uh, owns a landscaping company, and he used to go to the Home Depot, and he would pick up Dominicans and Colombians and other South Americans looking for for day labor. Um, yeah. I've never seen it. So again, it's like for me, I'm not going to tell taxes in Arizona what to do with their immigration, other than to say just don't target only brown people. Because that's racial profiling, and that's not cool. If you have a reason to suspect someone's in the country illegally besides their color, by all means, get their papers, make sure they're supposed to be here, and if they're not, then send them on their way. I'm no problem with that. Wow, that's kind of taking... Taking all the wind out of my sails here, Joe. Thanks a lot. I'm so sorry. Yeah, listen, as far as... as I thought we were going to fight over this a little bit. listen, as far as immigration goes, I'm a a Republican when it comes to immigration. Not the... You know, listen, there's a lot going on at the border. It's a little overwhelming. It's got to be sorted out because it's it's not a good look. Again, it's, it's... There's no open border, but there's certainly a lot of people making their way here and they're certainly overwhelmed at the border. I can't imagine people on the border towns of Texas and Arizona. What an influx of people that probably doesn't feel good. I totally get that. So again, it's like, I'm saying I I can't decide what they're going to do as long as they're doing things in a humane legal way. And again, not racially profiling people, then you got to keep your community safe. And, and again, to look at it from Connecticut and be like, well, it's like, dude, we're like 500 miles away from the Canadian border and like 2,000 miles away from that border. I'll stay out of the conversation for the most part, other than to say you got to protect your borders. I, I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. Well said, Joe. Well said. And before I move on to the next topic, which is like Donald, really. Me, can I quote Donald Trump for a minute? If you means. don't have a border, you don't have a country. It's one of the few factual things the guy says, and it's something I strong. I don't think there needs to be a wall there, but you do need a heavily fortified, very defined border. We're seeing in in Poland right now, uh, where they were letting Ukrainians in. Anytime you're letting immigrants in, there's going to be some issues, and there's going to be some hard feelings, especially if the people are. And in the case of Poland, it was Ukrainians, and then when it became, you know, other people from the more um from the slightly more eastern european countries that's when all of a sudden poland literally built a wall <laughs> yeah so they, i did get it work? listen it i don't i don't know i what's <laughs> what were they trying to achieve you know what i mean i, I don't know it's I'm, not I'm like sure. they were bringing drugs into poland i so i don't know listen it's again it's not for me to say like China shouldn't have built that wall to keep out the Huns. It that seemed to have been a good wall to make, Jim. <laughs> it was a good idea at the time. It was effective. <laughs> it worked. There's still a China like five thousand years later. That was a good wall. Which that would make sense. Which we might rue. Great segment. Great segue. 
Uh, I said it before. I predicted it a long time ago. How long ago is that, Joe, that I predicted without a shadow of a doubt China's going to invade Taiwan? Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, you've been I, saying that since uh, since we started. I think so, yeah. Uh, now, Nancy Pelosi, and I can't believe I'm going to say this. I support her in her trip to Taiwan. I do. Whether she goes or not, China's going to invade, right? If she doesn't go, we're just weak little, we're just weak puppy dogs, and they're just going to go because they're not going to be afraid. If she does go, that gives them the ammunition because they've already said it. The defense yep. ministry of the CCP came right out and said, if she goes, we will consider that uh, not a threat. They will consider that something, and we will take serious. A provocation. Provocation. A yes. serious and a, they're gonna they're gonna attack, right? That's the, they just came right out and said it. So what yep. does she do? Does she go or not? Absolutely, one hundred friggin' percent. You want to know why? Because now you're doing this. Okay, I dare you. Right. I dare you. Let's see who's got it. Let's see who's sitting there with the full house, right? Let's see who's sitting there. Let's let's call them on their bluff, because what people may not understand. Is China actually relies on us way more than we rely on them because we fund all of China, <laughs> all of us, every single consumer that look at your shirt. Everything is made in China. Look at your computer. I bet you it was made in China. Look at your TV. I bet you it was made in China. We, we fund the CCP, us, me, you, Uncle Joe down the street, Aunt Mary up the road. We, so they really depend on us. Right. So let's call them on it. Let's call them on their bluff. I don't know. I really, really don't think they can afford to go to war. I'll be honest. If we weren't already heavily involved in the war between Russia and Ukraine, where we've sunk in a billion dollars in weapons, and, you know what I mean? Um, the idea of us having to intervene and we will help Taiwan if something like that were to happen, like we're doing in Ukraine, no Americans directly involved, but we're just giving them the weapons to lob back at China, right? It's essentially going to be another one of those. And I don't know if we're really in a position to drop like another $2 billion on somebody else's war. Absolutely not. Absolutely I, not. I agree with you as far as if she doesn't go, in light of the fact that Putin's laughed in our face about Ukraine, and of course has the Brittany Griner human shield, smart move, um, it puts us in an odd spot where, right, yeah, we, we back down again. It just further enhances the idea that the U.S. is weak. They're not going to care. They're going to be like, okay, they're not going to do anything. Screw them. The more interesting thing would be she does go and she's invited some Republican lawmakers to yep. go with her in a show of strength, which I, I think you dig that, too. Love it. Right. The the bipartisan show of force. I would bring them all. What happens? Right. What happens if they do go? A bunch of them do go. And then China doesn't do anything. Then we at that point in the world view, we have the upper right. Hand. Oh man, that's a, tough, that's a tough spot that China's kind of put itself in right now. 
That's why I said we're going to lose-lose, right? That's why I said yeah. they're definitely going to attack. They can't allow for the world to see us as a, a superpower over them. They can't. My again, I think if but if I'm if I'm China, I'm also looking that at that war in Ukraine where 75,000 Russian soldiers have been wiped out, including like 30 top generals. The Russian military's taken a beating, even though they're decisively winning the war in Ukraine. They are splitting that country up, they're trying to make mass land grabs. Uh, in the Dobas region, which is a, a lot more uh, uh, native Russians and Russian speakers. Does does China look at that a little bit and think, oh, my God, man, like with U.S. help, are we getting into like a quagmire here? Is this a great idea to attack Taiwan, especially if the U.S. is like, yeah, we're coming. Yeah. It's a weird it's a weird spot for China to be putting itself in because China I think is convinced like a lot of people in this country that the Biden administration and the Democrats in general are completely weak. They're not going to do anything. They won't respond. Leave it to Nancy Pelosi to strap on a pair. Right? Um, right? I was you know? shocked. <laughs> but here's the thing. China is in a position now where they see us as so divided, so economically just crushed because of the war in Ukraine, because of all the assets. We don't have the military assets. They also heard on the news that the army fell short 10,000 troops for its recruiting goal. Our, our military is shrinking. It's a fact. Our military is shrinking, and China's is only getting larger. They're not afraid. They're not. The only thing they need to decide is whether they can take the economic hit. That's it. Because we'll, we'll automatic, like automatically, the only thing Joe Biden is going to do, honestly, sanctions, 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 mm -hmm. right? So that's the economic hit they need to decide they need to, if they can withstand. That's it, right? I'll say this. There's a They're big going difference. To. There's a big difference between... taking an economic hit that you can withstand that still sucks oh yeah right i mean maybe you've got a hundred million banked the chinese government you lose like 30 million and like yeah we're fine that's still a lot of money and it's it, that's gonna have an impact you know what i mean like in, sure in the grand is. scheme of things so I'm not a sanctions guy. I'm a Scud missile guy. Always have been. You know? Tell you, send a message. <laughs> you know I need a Moab, please. Thank you. But uh, here, Joe, but you're, you're forgetting one thing. China has $100 million in the bank. They take a $50 million hit. They don't care because they don't care about their people. That fifty million, that fifty million left over oh, is oh, still oh, for Xi Jinping. Bro, yeah, listen, so they don't just, care. Listen, this is just like with Putin and the Russian oligarchs. I mean, there's a like we're strangling eight people in that country. Yeah, right. The sanctions aren't against the Russian people. It's like it's Putin and like you know seven oligarchs. Literally, uh, that's exactly what it is. Like those are we 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 are literally just just like choking off the head because you don't need to do the rest. It's not dissimilar with China, where, again, you've got 
30 guys at the head of that government, you know, sitting just below Z. That's maybe that's it. Maybe that's a high number. I'll say this 30, maybe when you count some of the influential billionaires in China and and his top regime, it's probably a number in and around or under 30. It's so again, you're not, you don't need to choke off a billion Chinese people. Of course, that's, who's going to feel the brunt of it because right, right away, the government's going to, whatever resources, that's what they're going to. And so listen, we are essentially uh, hurting the Ukrainian people right now by helping. We'll hurt the Taiwanese people by helping. Do you mean by elongating the war? Well, yeah. Yeah, listen, it, here's here's the thing. When it comes to Ukraine, that we could have let that thing end in February and Russia could have declared victory and probably saved a lot of Ukrainian lives. Now, mind you, they'd be part of Russia again, but they'd be alive. Some things are worth dying for, Joe. That's that's pro- well, and listen, and the Ukrainian people have proved it. So again, I would say to China, if you're looking to invade Taiwan, take a look at Ukraine and watch how people don't roll over. When people get a taste of freedom, do not for nothing. Ukraine has only been a free and independent country for 40 years. That's it. And in those 40 years, those people love democracy and freedom so much. You've got heavyweight champions of the world that are like, I'm going there and I'll die if I have to. Turning down championship uh, matches in 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 professional uh, combat sports to go protect their homeland. I love that. Totally get it. So inspiring. But here's the big difference, brother. This is the point you're missing. So when China takes Taiwan, they won't even fire a single shot. They are is such a superpower military might right now that they have the largest Navy in the world. They could literally glass that planet in two days. In two days. I mean, so essentially what I'm saying is it all depends on how much Xi Jinping wants the the people because he could literally just wipe that Island out in two days. 100% just total annihilation. He could, he has the power, he has numbers, he has the freaking equipment. It's, it's not hard. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. But if he wants the people to, to uh, uh, re, uh, reassimilate to home, you know, to China, that's a little bit different, right? But I don't think it's going to be that way. I think it's going to be, you guys are going to assimilate us or we will just kill everybody. And then you have no choice because they can. China has more than a million ground troops. Just ground troops, army, not even talking about anything else. Over a million. They have 416,000 troops stationed in the Taiwan Strait. And directly across the way, there's 88,000 guys on the other side. That's it. I told you. They're not going to have to fire a single shot. It's gonna well, be, it's going to be. Well, if we get involved, they definitely will. Yes, they definitely will, but we're not getting involved, dude. There ain't no, there's no way that Joe Biden or dude, anybody. If Nancy Pelosi goes if, over there solo or with Mitch McConnell or or whoever, as they should, as they should, and and let's say they do, if they invade Taiwan, I don't know who the president. I believe the president of Taiwan is a woman. Do you mean I, while they're there? 
No, 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 okay. no. Oh, you would like that's that. all scale war. That would yeah, be all awesome. do it. We're gonna um, Kenya. <laughs> uh, uh, Ty- I'm almost positive Taiwan's president uh, is a woman. Is that correct? I, I don't know why I'm asking you like you should know. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. It's nothing to do with your race. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I am she right. Is. Her name it is a woman. Yeah, yep. Zai Zai Ingwen uh, is is the president, uh, and I like her. I she like her. She's only, yeah. Uh, they actually did a really great job uh, with COVID too, um, and and didn't even have a lockdown. That's how on point Taiwan was. That said, again, I mean, I'm I'm just saying, dude. Think about Zelensky. Can you just see Miss Ingwen on TV? Like, hey. We need help over here. I don't want to ride. I want some weapons. What are we going to do then? When she comes on TV and makes like a public, like you guys made this happen. Now come, come help us out. Next thing you know, $500 million. Hey, here's some more, uh, you know, whatever. That's all we're going to do. And it's going to be, and as soon as we do, that's when China's going to be like, okay, you're done. Just, yeah, but just, just, just give me the keys. Just but don't keys. we almost want these two idiots in a war? Don't we almost want Russia and China to have their Iraq, Afghanistan like we did, where you're somewhere for 20 years, you're kind of mostly winning, but you're not. You know what I mean? It's like you're holding it down, but you're also losing a lot of soldiers. It, back home, the war is like, oh, we're still doing that. Again, at some point, right? And 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 listen, every time a soldier dies on either side I, with any country, there's more and more people, Jimmy, that are like, we got to get out of there. We got to get out of there. It won't be that way. Even if, so, if China goes to full scale, you know, armed war, armed conflict, it'll be over. It's this not this isn't a new Russia and Ukraine type thing. They are so so heavily outmatched. It's just, it's a matter so of... Was, so was Ukraine against Russia, and look how that turned out. Russia didn't have the resources that China does. China... Not only is, did they have the resources, they also didn't have the strategic planning. Right. And again, I would suspect... Listen, when's the last time China was in a war? And I don't mean like running ops in the 70s and Cambodia. I mean, like, when's the last time China was in an actual war? Like the Ming Dynasty, it's maybe? been a long time since <laughs> China was involved in an actual war, and so again, it's like we're big and tough, but we're not battle tested. Russia made the mistake of over the last couple of years just getting together as many young men as they can, training them quick, told them they were running war games, and then they were in a war in Ukraine, and a lot of those dudes were like. Yeah, I'm out. I'm just going to. Yeah, I don't want to be here. I'm going to get out of here. So, again, as soon as, you know, if 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 they tell you it's a cakewalk and then it quickly becomes clear it's anything but right away, dude, you look like a fool. So I was thinking about this. I don't remember Putin ever coming out and saying, yeah, this is going to take two weeks. You know who said that? Our military advisors. We made a mistake. Well, we assumed. We said it was going to well, take two weeks. You, you don't. Yeah. I, I, again, I, I don't know that Russia 
put ever put a timeline on this because they don't. I mean, whatever, right? They don't, give a sh- they don't care because again, dude. I mean, Putin wants to get the whole band back together, right? It's they know it's not going to be a tomorrow thing. It's yeah, this is a long term plan, and you can only you know look at not for nothing, but Belarus is like, hey, take us back. We're in, you know. Uh, you you stay in Ukraine for two or three years, and and then move towards Lithuania. Maybe they just roll over. Maybe they try to work like, hey, we'll be like a satellite like we used to be in the Soviet Union. Whatever, whatever it ends up being, just by being there and continuing to destroy and kill, they're certainly swaying public opinion. Although, you know who's been kind of cool lately is Turkey. Mm. Turkey's been kind of cool lately. Really? I haven't heard uh, much about Turkey. So, uh... Basically, uh, uh, Belarus wanted to use some Turkish airspace. Uh, and they were asking, basically, for, for Russia's sake. And uh, Turkey was like, no, you're not doing that from here. As a matter of fact, don't come near us at all uh, or we'll take you out. Good which Turkey. I thought was was pretty cool. Yeah, because they're you never know with Turkey, you know. Yeah. Sometimes they're in Europe. Sometimes they're in Asia. Sometimes they're in NATO. Sometimes they're not. You don't really know what you're going to get with Turkey. You know, but this, I, was, a, I, this I, was a good turkey move. I like it a lot. Hey, uh, <laughs> so we went. We went a little long tonight. Oh, for my segment. So we're going to take a break here. I just want to warn everybody when we get back. It's no longer. It's for tonight. It's not Joe's two minutes of crap. It's Joe's five minutes of crap. So stick around. Buckle up. This is going to be a good one. There's no bigger investment than home ownership, and to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person doing all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go off and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com. Pay no attention to the January 6th hearings. Don't believe the media's lies. Believe our lies. Are you keeping track of all the BS excuses for Trump's incitement of the insurrection that we've been fed so far by right-wing media? First, it was BLM, Antifa, the FBI, the Capitol Police. Pick one. Stick with it. The media, they say, is completely blowing it out of proportion. Couldn't couldn't have been that guy, could it? He's my favorite, Jimmy. Now, of course, it it very well could have been that woke green M&M. It could have been Hunter Biden's laptop, drag queens, caravan of illegals, George Soros, even critical race theory. Take your pick. Matter of fact, uh, the, the, let me let me correct myself. The fact of the matter is, there are dozens of MAGA Nazis have been have been charged and have actually pled guilty to seditious conspiracy. That's the literal crime for insurrection. Now, you're going to love this. Steve Bannon said that he knew the stuff he was saying about Hunter Biden, including there being 
child porn on his laptop uh, were politically effective and put Trump close enough in the polls uh, that he could lie about the election and start a coup. Where's your video one? Down at the bottom. He was very close to winning outright then and shutting down Trump. That The hard drive from hell stopped his momentum. Then the other thing is the way we blunted, the way we drove up Biden's negatives, the only thing that stopped the momentum was the hard drive from hell, right? And, <laughs> yeah, and two Luda. parts of that were, huh? were Luda's, were Luda's Luda. editorial uh, 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 creativity <laughs> over the pictures. <laughs> and, and, the, and, and really the CCP involvement, that's what shocked the American people. Sleepy Joe, he never drove up Biden's negatives. It was only when we got the hard drive and got it to you that in the post, yeah. If you if you look at here's what here's where the Bidens fucked up. From the day the post story came out, and then you started pumping out, we got you the stuff, and you started just dumping it out, and then the internet started picking up, and they suppressed it. Remember, the best thing that happened to us was Twitter and Facebook Surprise. suppressing it because then everybody wants to see it. Remember, you we hammered this guy every day for ten days with the worst pictures in the world, drug addict, <laughs> taking money from CCP from Chinese spies. <laughs> No response. No, Nothing. Nothing. And, and, the, and the negatives just keep going up because people are sitting there going, I didn't know that about Joe Biden, but Joe Biden, nobody, not one person came out and said, those pictures are not true, right? Nobody came out and said, anything you're saying is not true. Even the wildest allegations, when Trump got COVID and when Trump had that first debate within the, that one week period, mm -hmm. Biden, Biden could have put him away. The campaign would have been over. Biden would have won with 500 electoral votes. But they didn't do it, and we were able to stop it. So now, I'm not saying Trump's going to win, but we have a fighting chance. Tell me that's not a little bit crazy, dude. But the fact of the matter is, is people got played here and duped into believing all of this stuff. Steve Bennett admits it's made up. And that Joe Biden's biggest problem was that he didn't say it wasn't true. Now, things get worse from here. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about Donald Trump calling in the National Guard on January 6th. Former acting defense secretary Chris Miller was asked directly to be crystal clear. There was no direct order from President Trump to put 10,000 troops to be ready for January 6th, correct? Mr. Miller says... Correct. There was no direct, no order from the president. Hear it for yourself. Just want to be clear here that it, it, since then, in February of 2021, Mark Meadows said on Fox News, Fox News that, quote, even in January, that was a given. As many as 10,000 National Guard troops were told to be on the ready by the Secretary of Defense. Is there any accuracy to that statement? I'm not... Not from my perspective, I was never given any direction or order or knew of any plans of, of that nature. So I, I was surprised by uh, seeing that publicly, but I don't know the context or even where it was. So, no, there was no, we obviously had plans for activating more folks, uh, but that was not anything more than contingency planning. There was no official message traffic or anything of that nature. 
disregard. So just so we're, we're clear, you did not have 10,000 troops, quote, to be on the ready prior, for January 6th, prior to January 6th. Uh, a non-military person probably could have some sort of weird interpretation. But no, to answer your question, no, that, was, that was not uh, part of my plan or the Department of Defense's plan. And just that the rest of his statement was, quote, that was a direct order from President Trump, and yet here is what we see, all kinds of blame going around, but not a whole lot of accountability. And to be to be crystal clear, there was no direct order from President Trump to put 10,000 troops to be on the ready for January 6th. Correct? No. Was, yeah, you're, that's correct. There was no direct. There was no order from the president. Wow. Um, Acting Secretary of Defense Miller explicitly locked down the ability of the D.C. National Guard to even respond to the events of January 6th, and he did that two days before. Interestingly enough, the reason why he did that has now been called into question. I think he did it because he feared Trump may have wanted to use the National Guard when he declared martial law. When, you know, a few bad eggs invaded the nation's capital with twist ties and Confederate flags. Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser also wanted a light police presence at the Capitol. She requested and received a limited force from the D.C. National Guard of 340 unarmed troops who were there to help with traffic flow. Law enforcement was to be handled by the D.C. police. So please, for the love of God, stop blaming Nancy Pelosi. The mob was there to kill her. She wanted the National Guard there pretty badly. Now, Trump was using the presidential dining room as a war room as he monitored, coordinated, and directed this coup via phone calls and public tweets. Here is the best. Last week, Kaylee McEnany said that she brought Trump a contact list of legislature's phone numbers. Why would the president need phone numbers of senators that he calls regularly unless he wasn't using his presidential issue phone? Oh, a burner phone. Yes, suddenly the time gap in, in communication is explained. He knows what a burner phone is. Now, look, we saw this coming at the end of Trump's term as he scrambled to get his stooped into key positions before January 6th. The whole thing was being done in plain sight. So, so brazen made it seem so unbelievable. Now, these guys claim it was the people expressing their displeasure with the government. I mean, isn't that what the, the Constitution is for? However... Representative Haskin, a constitutional scholar, went ahead and explained away that idiotic excuse that people had a right to attack our nation's capital. Now, amazingly, in the wake of this savage insurrectionary attack against our government, the NRA and its followers in Congress continue to propound the idea that the Constitution, specifically the Second Amendment, gives people a right to violently attack and overthrow the government of the United States. This so-called insurrectionary theory of the Second Amendment maintains that its purpose is to allow citizens to wage armed resistance if they think the government is being unfair or unjust. The reading is absurd and flies in the face of the plain text of the Constitution, which in at least seven different places that I count clearly forbids and punishes armed resistance against the U.S. government. A few examples. 
The Republican Guarantee Clause, Article 4, Section 4, provides the U.S. shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion and against domestic violence. This was written in the Constitution specifically in response to Shea's rebellion and armed resistance to the government, which the founders strongly condemned. The Treason Clause, Article 3, Section 3, Clause 1, states treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies. What is violent insurrection against the government if not levying war against the United States? Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, of the 14th Amendment says anyone who's sworn an oath under the Constitution to defend it and support it but betrays it by engaging in insurrection shall never be allowed to hold federal or state office again. And one more example, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 says Congress shall have the power to provide for calling forth the militia to execute the laws of the Union, suppress insurrections, and repel invasions. Now, do our colleagues really believe that the Constitution explicitly and repeatedly gives the government the power to suppress violent insurrections, but the Second Amendment in invisible ink gives the people the right to engage in violent insurrections? This is absurd and outlandish. Our protection from the government is in the First Amendment, and it's in our right to vote. That's worked for 230 years, and only it's the only tried-and-true approach. 750,000 Americans died the only time anybody tried to step to this government, and guess who won? Well, the government. <laughs> See, the insurrectionists then had their own flags. Their flags now have Trump on them. Think about it. One of Trump's flags being represented at that insurrection was the Confederate flag. The American flag has 13 stripes and 50 stars. Look at that Confederate flag. You know what that's all about? Bottom line, Donald Trump warned of Hillary Clinton being elected while she was under investigation for criminal acts. It'll be interesting to see if he does end up running again, how the MAGA world will completely forget or just rationalize it away. <laughs> All right, Joe. That, ah. that took you a long time to, to uh, write up today, dude. Yeah, I, I, was, uh, I, was, I got super into this today. Here's the thing. Look, I... There are so many people, Jimmy, who are so fed up with the left, okay? I find, and the more people I talk to about this, it, it's so easy to believe ridiculous stuff about the left because the left is, it can be so dumb at times. And I've said this before. We talked about it with the crack pipes. I, the idea that the right, and that even now at this point, Republican politicians just lie like there's no tomorrow with no repercussions at all. Like, I don't understand that. That can't be the alternative to like lippy, hippy, dippy liberals. It can't be to have an entire party that just straight up lies about everything and is constantly making it seem like everything is so terrible and we're under this constant threat because, again, day in and day out, most of us, we're not. Hey, can I cut you off real quick? Please. So what you just described to me, if you said those same exact words to describe Trump's presidency, you wouldn't be wrong. 
I proved you that the media manipulated film, manipulated speeches to make him look more racist. I, I use the word more there. <laughs> Fair. And, Okay. I'm, I agree. Yeah. You actually showed me that video uh, from right. Charlottesville where That's right. uh, he was terribly misquoted and remains so to this day. Ask Thank any you. liberal, they'll tell you. Yeah, absolutely. But they pushed that for four years, did they not? Mm -hmm. They, they that, sure specific, yes. that specific incident. Everybody they, did. They pushed the Russia collusion to this day. They're, they're like Adam Schiff said on CNN on their, I mean, at that point he might as well have been paying rent, right? Because he was there every frigging day saying how much evidence he had, how this was going to be it, how the bombshell is going to drop because we have the damning evidence that never came, but there was no repercussions. So what you just described what the Republicans are doing now, and I'm going to tell you, Joe, I can't argue with that. And I'm not going to, but what you just described it's Trump's presidency from the Democrats, is it not? Mm -hmm. So the, the hold on so, the difference. The difference being, no, 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 no. Trump, hold on, Donald Trump, seemingly baited everybody. Well, okay, every day of the week, <laughs> right? Did he? Did he not? And the difference, right, dude? Every now and again, Jen Psaki before uh, she left, and and Biden himself. Every now and again, they'll give like a smart, you know, tough guy answer, and right wing media, and deservedly so, by the way, flips out about it. Right, flips out about it. It's like, dude, that was four years of Donald Trump. Was good for the goose. One time, the one time Joe Biden called uh, Pete Ducey a son of a bitch, which he is. Uh, the whole world flipped. You don't like, oh know he's God. a son of a bitch. I'm you just joking. Say. I'm sure and Pete besides, Ducey's a great guy, stand up fellow. But I, but see, listen, I don't like that stuff. I don't. I don't. The, I mean, the the president of the United States, whoever it is. I mean, literally, whoever it is, whichever party it is cannot be at war with the media and the media doesn't need to respond to like a slight to their guy by attacking the new guy. That's only going to set the precedent of like, that's right. We're just going to keep doing this. That's it's right. not productive. I'm, I, I tell you this, at least this much of the war in Ukraine is because of right wing media, whether or not Joe Biden has his wits about him or not. The fact that they hark on that, repeatedly all day you mentioned some of the footage has been a little bit doctored or whatever we we, we know that they've done does that make us safer as a country absolutely not you're 100 so, right, right it's not productive i and and i'm not defending Wes. i know what they did the trump i was part of that we we had adam a, a lot and again i feel like he was kind of asking for a lot of it I mean, look at Trump. He is called Trump. the press the enemy of the people. That was a right. terrible thing to say. A terrible thing to you say. You know my feelings about the press, and don't ever elect me president. Thank God I wasn't born in this country. I was actually born in Korea, so I am no, I am not eligible to be president. But if I was, and I ever became president, we would do away with the twenty-four hour news cycle. Gone. <laughs> I would make a presidential uh, executive order, Jimmy. No if you want a birth certificate from Hawaii. I know a guy <laughs> named George Soros that could get you one. I, you know what though, Joe? I actually, I literally have a birth certificate from New York. It says New York. I don't know why, but I do. I have a birth certificate from New York, even though I have a 
birth certificate and adoption papers from <laughs> Seoul, Korea. So I'm a little confused. No, hey, I, I, by the way, that's such a funny thing that you said that because when the whole thing about Obama came out and him not born, I'm like, look, man, I got a birth certificate from yeah. New York. And this I'm, isn't that hard to get. Right? And now I got Korea. this. <laughs> no idea. To this day, I'm 45 years old. No idea how I have a birth certificate from New York. But anyways, anyways, hey, uh, I got to ask you one simple question about this whole January 6th uh, uh, committee and yeah. all that's going on about January 6th. Hypothetically, okay? Let's, let's, let's run a hypothetical, a couple hypotheticals. Trump is found guilty, indicted. He's not going to go to jail, so let's not, let's not even pretend that's going to happen. He's indicted, no longer can be president. What good did we do for the country there? We just saved. He's not going to win. Nobody wants, there is a, I'm going to say it right now. If Donald Trump runs, he will lose. People on the Republican side, they're not, not all Republicans are freaking Trump lovers. Not all Republican or MAGA hat wearing, Confederate flag flying. I'm going to go out and say uh, the majority of good Republicans do not want Donald Trump to run again. So if Donald Trump would ever listen to this frigging show, I'm telling you, don't run. You're going to lose. Not because your policies, not because of your personality, and not because of your tweets. And it's simply because nobody wants to deal with a crap from both sides for four more years. We're going to get somebody new. Biden's not going to run. Trump shouldn't run, right? And now it's, this election coming up should be, what do we say? Uh, uh, it's going to be. Florida guy there. What's his name? DeSantis. DeSantis and Scott for the Republicans. If the Republicans were smart, they'd do DeSantis and Scott, right? And then from the Democrats, it's going to be the California Newsom Buttigieg. That's my yeah. prediction. I like that a lot. I think that hits, that checks a lot of boxes for both. And sides. you know what? That will be a very close election. It will. The Republicans yeah, well, so are going to win. At, here's, here's what I would ask anybody why on God's name would you want a guy who lost to the guy currently in office <laughs> by 8 million, right? It's like, I know inflation's bad, but 8 million, it's all you lost. You didn't, it wasn't like you almost won, got crushed. Hey, uh, it's a I beating. Need, so, did you hear Yellen explain how they're going to beat inflation? Did I, did, I think I said this last week. Did I say this last week? I don't know. But Janice Yellen, right, the Secretary of Treasury, came out and said how inflation is going to stop. Do you want to know what she said? Yes. When the people can't afford to buy food anymore and they start starving to death. Because at that point, prices have no choice but to come down. Yeah. That's their plan. Yeah. That's yeah. your federal government's plan is to allow Americans to starve, not be able to buy food, and then the market has no choice to come down that's good your news. plan good news it's only the poor people that's right good job <laughs> like i don't know how much more evidence i can give people that democrats don't care they really don't they have not cared ever they still don't care ever i've thrown out so many numbers the education statistics and how much money they've spent on it the drug the, the drug statistics and how much money they've spent on it. None of it's helping. None of it's working. We're worse off today than we were 
20 years ago, and both topics, education and drugs, they don't care. They don't care. We need to get new people in there right now. This is We could do this right now in the next six months, five months. What is it? Four months. We can get new blood in there and the people that actually care. I'll say it again. It's one hour and seven minutes. Freaking write in somebody you know. Get together your communities. Get everybody. Maybe town hall meetings. I don't care. Do whatever you got to do. Find a better candidate than the schmucks we got on right now. Hashtag write in. Uh, this has been a really good show, Joe. I really uh, I really liked your segment. I, You know how I feel about the January 6th committee, so we're not going to delve into that because we've already been over an hour and that would probably take us another two hours i'll tell you honestly the the three clips i played i feel like are important i don't think so, you you could skip a lot of the testimony and just check out those three clips that we played on the show tonight you could check out more of of of, of the the testimony stuff i certainly uh would suggest it but to me those i took those three things away from it and i my jaw was on the floor uh, at each of those facts, you know, I was listening to the uh, Steve Bannon uh, tape. I'm going to go back and listen again because I don't want to say anything wrong here. But I was listening for him to say, and we planted that and we were responsible for that. And he never did. What he said was those idiots ran with it. No, he Whether said it he gave it to the not, post and right. that the post ran with it as right. was the plan. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it wasn't true. They well, just no. had access okay. to it. I'll give you one right. better. I don't know if you know this, but he has a podcast. And he literally said on the 5th, like, <laughs> the 6th is going to be like some fireworks on the 6th. You'll see. He said it on his podcast. Then he went about actually explaining this whole thing with the... This was his idea, Steve Bannon. And he openly talked about it all through the month of January. That, that, that he was like, we were just doing this plan. It was perfectly legal. And it's like, no, everyone told you it was Ill illegal. That's why Mike Pence was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. That, no, yeah. everybody. So like, I remember when you talked about uh, uh, Kaylee McEnany, Laura Ingram. What's the other idiot there that you like Kennedy. to bring up? Yes. And they're all texting the Trump. Stop this. Stop this. Right. And you thought that indicted that. You thought that implicated them. And I felt it was like, no, they just knew it was fucking awful and they needed it to stop. And they were trying because in one of the, and I think it was Tucker Carlson's. No, it was Kaylee McEnany's, wasn't it? When she said, you're ruining your, the Trump legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Junior said that too. A few of them alluded to that too. I think uh, Ingraham also kind of said like, you're ruining everything you've done. That was right. kind of their common thread again. But that doesn't make Here's the other thing. I saw this great meme. My last thought for tonight, my friend. Yeah, it's a picture of Mark Meadows on his phone, which apparently they've only ever taken pictures of Mark Meadows on the phone. You can't find a photo of that guy without a phone up to his head. But the meme said Mark Meadows cell phone records is what Republicans wish Hunter Biden's laptop was. <laughs> because on homeboy's phone, dude, oh, my God, the things that have come out, which, again, and, and and if I suggested that those those what I actually said was I don't like when the news people are involved when they are part of the news. It was a little Chris Cuomo esque for me, you know. 
I don't want to see Hannity's like telling the president what to like. No, and I get it. And 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 I'm not saying they were involved in anything more than doing the right thing, like you said, and saying, "Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. No, no, we've been defending you for four years. No, yeah." So yeah. so that brings me to the Steve Bannon thing. He never truly just came out. Well. Maybe he did on his podcast. I don't know. But the one that you played tonight, he was just like, yeah, we had these pictures. We gave them to you guys and you ran with them. Right. And that's not true. Biden did say they weren't true. Biden did say it was uncorroborated. Biden did say it was a, a Russian. Uh, uh, what did you call them? Whatever. Yeah. Ho- listen, Russian hoax. His problem was he never emphatically denied it. He never brought it up at the debates. Even when even when Trump brought up his son. At the debate, Biden didn't even respond. And for yeah, Biden, was like, yeah. I'm not going to dignify it with an answer. It's like, no, you need to because people <laughs> believe it. And that's a problem. But again, despite that, despite them, despite so many people believing that, he still got his ass kicked. And that means something. And, but again, Steve Bannon knew. And you know what? I honestly, and, and we can end on this note here because it's a good note to end on, I think. I don't think Biden won. I think Trump just lost because everybody was just like, no, 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 no more of that. No more of that. Right. They didn't care. You could have put Mary Poppins up there. You could have put me oh, up dude. there. Against Trump. Yes. And I probably it would have been, it would have been hard for even the Democrats to run the wrong person in, in this election. Donald right. Trump cost himself the election and the Republican party didn't hurt, didn't help him. And they've only made things worse for each other since then. A hundred percent, dude. Again, it, it's it's ask any Democrat how they feel about Joe Biden, and it tells you all you need to know. Because most right. of them are like, nah, I you know I didn't really like him in the first place, and they didn't. My buddy yeah, Sal exactly. is the only person I know who was like, no, I really do like Biden. I was like, oh, you do? Nobody else. Nobody. I don't know anybody else who was like, <laughs> dude, that was my guy from the beginning. Just my one buddy, Sal Rizza, good dude, but nobody else. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's telling. It's very telling. Hey, uh, all right, we're 13 minutes after. That was a good, uh, good discussion that I I really enjoyed it. Right? It was, yeah, it was nice. We we got to start. I'm gonna bring up the uh, your face, by the way, on my take on immigration is the moment of the night for me. <laughs> you were shocked. Yes, I, I'm. I'm still shocked. I gotta go and smoke after this. To you were waiting for me to be like open borders, and I was like, no. No, sir. Keep him out. I was like, <laughs> like ruined my whole bit. Like I, I did. I was lost. I didn't know what I like. I have more paragraphs than I wrote on it, but you, <laughs> you messed it up. All right. I, I like laughing. I don't know. Everybody, thank you very much for listening to our sponsors. Thank you very much for Joe Aguirre. I am Jim Batiste. This is the body we stand. Good night and God bless. We can expect another wet summer in Connecticut, and that means more mosquitoes than ever. If you don't have your home service for mosquito control and you find you're spending most of your outside time swatting those little pests, 
or you did have your yard sprayed but you still have bites all over your body, you're in luck. Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut provides the best value in mosquito control services because of how they treat your yard using the Mosquito Shield Tailored Treatment System. All mosquito control service is not the same. They don't use a fixed schedule or an identical product, one-size-fits-all service program. You can't control mosquitoes on a set number of sprays or visits. Unlike the competition, Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut will service you for the season whatever it takes to provide superior results. The Promise has awarded them an industry-leading customer retention rating of 90%. Visit MosquitoShieldCNCT.com to schedule an appointment with Wade DeCesare and enjoy the rest of the summer mosquito-free.